So it's the summer. Listen to summer jams. My summer jams are almost always just hits of the 60s. I think the 60s was one of the greatest musical periods of all time. I love it. Love music. That's cool. But I don't think you love music as much as I love music. I don't love music. I don't hate music. Yeah. It's just, eh. Did you play an instrument at all? The recorder. <laughs> that was a good set last night. We that was a really good set last night. Uh, we had a, heard a comedian do a whole thing on recorders, and that was pretty great. It was so funny. I love the one he went back, and he was like, did you hear what Steve did? He stuck with the recorder. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing hot cross buns in Carnegie Hall. I was like, that's hysterical. That it guy was. was good. It was. Did you get his number so you can book him on not. something? He ran the light. It frustrated me. But I know his name. Oh, if you run the lie, I don't want you. Yeah, I'll probably reach out to him, but he's not in my top priority right now. <laughs> I wouldn't say that either because that makes that bugs me. Yeah, I think it's just so disrespectful. Yeah, he ran the light by a minute and a half. I was pretty pretty irritated. Did you time it? Uh, I could tell. I looked at my watch when they when the light went on, and the light went on again like after almost two minutes. So, anyways, besides that, <laughs> sorry, I played uh, piano first. I play piano. So you did play an instrument and then I played violin nope. and then I did voice. No, nope. I, my friend in high school, Erica taught me how to play. What's it? Heart and soul. No, the one that's like everything. ABC's twinkle, twinkle, like little star. The, yeah. She taught me that on the violin yeah. once. That was it. That was it. Yeah. I, uh, I love music. I've always loved music. The one thing my mom and I shared was she would take me to the opera all the time. When I was a little kid. Really? I've never been in the opera. I love the opera, love opera. And it was surprising. Like she would take me when I was four and because her boss had these free tickets, season tickets, and he could never go. So he would give them to my mom and my dad didn't want to go. And my sister's like, no way. So she would take me at four. Guess I'm bringing Heather. <laughs> I know. And people would be like irritated when they would see this woman come in with a four-year-old to the opera. Like, oh my God. Yeah, what's your little obedient four-year-old? But I loved the opera more than that. Like my mom would say, you would sit mesmerized, like not a sound would come out of you. And you would just be fascinated by everything going on on the stage. And then only intermission would you get up to go to the bathroom sometimes, because sometimes I would stay. Like Even in case your I small something. little bladder would yeah. not like, wow. I can sit through, I can sit through any musical. <laughs> it has to be worth it. It has to be worth it. Um, but I love, I love the opera. I love musicals. I love most, I don't love modern music. Very little modern music do I think is interesting at all. I like that Billie Eilish. I think she's doing some crazy stuff. It. A lot of it's just too monotone. I actually read an article that was really good about it. How in the 90s, pop music brought around the destruction of like music in general in, okay. in the current day. Because computers and looping became so heavily reliant. Yeah, I can see that. And it's all about having a quick hook that everybody catches on to. And then that's it. That makes sense. So does Billie Eilish, I, I, Irish? She, I, Eilish. She has a little bit, but she's, you know, she's like 17, 18, maybe 19 now. She's writing the stuff herself. She's doing just some weird, interesting stuff that I'm okay with. I'm, I'm fine listening. I will tell you, it's a little spooky sounding, her music, a little, kind of a little It's a little unnerving. Yeah, Anna hates it. Like she cannot listen to it and it it bugs her. And there's only one group that's like that to me. And I think it's the same visceral reaction she's kind of having. There's a group called Ratatat, and I totally respect what they're doing. They they make music. Never heard of them. View, well, they, they use like spoons and door slamming and stuff to make music. Well, that's cool. But there's a certain high-pitched tone that makes me feel like physically ill. 
And Ratatat uses that sound a lot. And I, when every time I listen to them, if I can't listen to them in a car, because I get car sick almost immediately. Well, why would you even listen to them if you don't want to? Well, I let Bobby put on whatever he wants. That's, I um, yeah. I'll listen ever- to Christmas music. <laughs> I love Christmas music. I love, love it a lot. Music. I think I only like Christmas music though, because it's Christmas. I, I, yeah, but I just, I listen to, um, I have one album that I listen to all year long by Annie Lennox, her Christmas cornucopia. And it's brilliant and wonderful. And I listen to that because I just think Annie Lennox is fantastic. She was in the Eurythmics. I know. I mean, okay. I, know I know the name. I know the name. I don't know. Eurythmics. I don't know. No, not Eurythmics. Eurythmics. They did Sweet Eurythm- Dreams Are Made of These. I know that song. Yeah. So they were, they were See, popular. I'm just not. Yeah. It doesn't. I'm like part of like the 1% that's kind of like meh Ugh, about I, music. I don't hate it. Like I, I'm not going to like vomit every single time I hear a triangle. You know, like I'm fine with it, no, but I'll I can do, also get in my car and I don't have to put it on. I, will I can do, sit in silence and be in my thoughts and be fine. Like, okay. Oh no, I, I have to have music on and I will do full analytical like processing and thank God for Bobby who just listens, but I love to analyze music like as you're listening to it. Yeah, no. Like I was telling him the thing I love about 60s female pop groups is that the main singer is usually singing like a middle line and then the harmonies, a lot of harmonies now either go all singing above or below, but the R&B pop period for the 60s was very specific in the way their harmonic sound was. And I'm like, it's so, and it's so I'm tight that you can anymore. pull it out. Why? It's so interesting. Because <laughs> I'm just like, meh. I mean, Music, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're interested. I'm glad it brings you like, joy. I and- watch musical analysis videos online all the time. Uh, I just, I love it. Who's your favorite band? Do you have a favorite band? Mm. No. <laughs> I was trying, I mean, there's like, I like listening to worship music, but worship music brings something Earth different. <laughs> Hillsong. 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 Um, more like Mercy Me or like Satellite Soul. But that's the default because that's who I was introduced to in yeah. college. And so it's like, okay. I don't think I'm ever, I don't think I've ever had this, like, who is this? This song is amazing. Like, yeah. I've never had no? that thought or anything like that. Oh, I've had that. What was I, I was listening I to. I mean, I'm enjoying making my own rap songs. <laughs> I mean, they're horrible. But you just do that for fun. Yeah. I mean, so there's that, but no, I like, I don't think I have a favorite band at all. Oh, have you ever gone to a concert? I went to a concert in Costa Rica and smoked weed. <laughs> you know, but I think it was saw. Coldwater Canyon. No, cold. That's a street. Yeah. Cold Canyon. Can, I cold, have no idea. Something with the C. There's a, there's a cold play. Maybe it was them. It was like a cover <laughs> band of somebody. Oh. oh my gosh. It wasn't even like the actual band. <laughs> yeah. No. Bobby but I've never had, been yeah. to like, I haven't been to like a worship thing either. Well, Bobby I and I think, in Vegas yeah. will go well, like when we go with the kids and if there's a band we like playing, you know, we, we take that like for New Year's Eve this year, we saw Tenacious D. So we were very excited about that. I know that. that name. I don't know what their songs are though. You know, Jack Black mainly from it. He, that's the band he's in. He was in a band? It's a comedy band. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I love him. Oh my goodness. See, uh, and like apparently Hugh Jackman can sing. Yeah. He's a pretty great um, stage singer. I did not know that. Because, you know, there's different types of singing. 
I don't know these things. You know, and he's more of a stage singer. I don't sing in the shower. I normally do that. You don't? No. I have a, a Bluetooth speaker in this the shower. Because the shower, when I do my vocal warm-ups, it's a great place to do vocal warm-ups. Oh, I because can see the that. steam and everything like releases and relaxes your throat muscles. So I do a lot of vocal warm-ups and then practice my stuff in the shower. No, I'm just not a music person. And my my parents like music. Like I remember coming home mm-hmm. and my dad would put the newest Tejano and he had his yeah. favorites. He loved Frank Sinatra. And so I listened to it growing up, but they weren't diehard music people either. Oh. No, my family. You no, know, so I. None of Big my music fans in my family, like my mom, even I mean, though I'm going to the this. opera at four, like, yeah, but I mean, like my dad loved, like, I mean, I listened to a whole variety of stuff. My sister was very in trend. Like she listened to K-Rock. So when I was growing up, it was K-Rock. It was MTV. I knew all the pop stuff and like the big hits. And then through my dad, it was like sixties and fifties music that he grew up with. But then he liked stuff like Dr. Demento. So I would listen to the Dr. Demento show on the radio. He would play like a lot of Weird Al, like a lot of spoof songs, which was very funny. So I would listen to comical stuff. And I knew like the Fireside. The girls are into music and Chris is giving them the music. They listen to (laughs) um, $20 in your pocket. There's some song, (laughs) but he listens to them. Like it's not the original version. It's like the kids or something. No, it's like a, I'm butchering this. He's introduced them to tons of stuff. So like yeah. they don't even like listening to kids songs anymore because they'd rather listen to yeah real stuff. Like they've listened to Chris is me so mad. I'm like, I think it's Johnny Cash. Maybe it's, <laughs> I don't know. There's someone that's like the chains aren't going to get away from me or something. <laughs> I don't know. They listen to like real stuff with Chris Yeah, and Frank Sinatra stuff. Like they love that show Sing. The movie Sing. Oh, the movie Sing. And I'm like, is that after Frank? And he's like, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> like, I'm just not. That's just not me. Oh, I will have... Um, People think it's weird. Like you thought it was weird. I do weird. think it's weird because I will have visceral reactions to music. I listened to this soundtrack to this, the, to what won the Tony this year, Town, And when one. one song came on, the hair on my arm stood up straight and I started to like tear up listening to it because it just hit me at the core and was so beautiful. And now even when I listen to it, I don't cry, but like the hairs on my arm will stand up every time I hear the song. See, that's cool. I don't think it's just, it's so intimate. And then, so my favorite music of all time is Phantom of the Opera and we can debate all you want about the merits and demerits of it, but it's a very meaningful musical to me. It came to LA when I was like 10 years old and everybody was obsessed with it and I really wanted to go see it. And for my birthday, my parents were like, oh, we're going to take you to the opera for your birthday. And I was like, oh, that's great. You know, I love the opera. I was like, but Phantom of the Opera's around. Can we see that instead? And they're like, well, we got these tickets. It's it's an opera you saw and you love. Like, let's you'll have a fun time. So I was going with my dad and we're all dressed up to go. And we pull up to the Dorothy Chandler where it was at. And I see the Phantom of the Opera banner. And I'm like, oh, can't we just see if we can trade our tickets to go see Phantom of the Opera? And my dad's like, are you sure? And they got like center mezzanine seats, like front row mezzanine for Phantom of the Opera. And I remember <gasps> they surprised screaming. You? They did. And I was screaming. I was so excited and thrilled. Aww. And when I saw it, it was everything I had hoped and dreamed it was going to be. And I've seen Phantom of the Opera probably a dozen times. Like a lot. I love it. And that's a lot for a musical, especially one that's already left. So I see it like when the touring company comes. 
Uh, I already told Bobby if we go to London or New York, I'm like, we're seeing Phantom of the Opera, just so of you know. Of course. <laughs> FYI. And I saw it in Vegas. And the first time I saw it in Vegas, I was like, well, it's like a 90 minute cut down version. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. They did such a good job that when they go, the little illumination and they do the crack and the, the intro starts, the overture, I burst into tears. Oh, man. And Bobby's like, what's wrong? <laughs> I'm like, I'm reliving my childhood moment. Shh, 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 shh. Let me just do this. <laughs> it's one of the only ones that's good. Yeah. Let me have it. Just let me feel. And it was like this, it was like a trick, like a positive trigger reaction of remembering that night and that feeling of seeing Phantom of the Opera for the very first time and it being everything I wanted. And in that moment, like getting to relive it again, it was so exciting. I kind of wish something like that would happen to me. Like just I kind of like, more music. kind of feel a little jealous that you have this. Like it does bring so yeah. many people like joy and emotions and mm-hmm. like feelings. And it's amazing. Like yeah. people live with it and they, you know, you hear about comedians, like, I don't know who I was listening to, but like they have like a whole room with vinyls everywhere yeah. and they sit there and like listen to the music. And I'm just like, after 10 seconds, I'd be like, so how was your day? <laughs> what did like, you listen to in high school? I listened to New Kids on the Block, but it wasn't because I liked it. It's because it was the cool thing to do. Oh, I saw them and in we concert. Would make dance, we would make dances <laughs> to it. So I did it because my friends Who wanted to do it. New Kids on the Block? We already had this conversation. We I'm did. Like Joey and you're like oh, the right. ugly one. Yeah, because I felt pity for him. But I never, I didn't like the music. I didn't like it for the music. You I like it. Music? What, was, well, I like the yeah. music. That's what I'm saying. I don't hate music. Mm-hmm. I don't maybe like love music and I kind of like music. I just, I'm indifferent to it. Maybe you're indifferent because you're just listening to what everybody else is listening to and you haven't gone out and found what you like. That could be it. Like maybe you need to search out the music. Why? Because it's wonderful. Nah, it's just another thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I love music that makes you feel like a certain way or think a certain thing or but it I'm tells like, a story in your that's head. A, I, I, I think the closest I get to music is like mm-hmm. musicals. You yeah. know, like I like Blame is like that was a really oh. cool musical to see. Oh, crap. We can have another podcast about that. Yet. <laughs> um, so I like musicals and stuff and the dancing. And but I don't maybe that's what I like. Maybe I don't I mean, know. I love musicals. Don't get me wrong. I love them. I just pieces. I don't I don't know. It just doesn't it's never done it for me. So mm-hmm. I just never really pursued it. And I kind of do feel like sometimes I'm missing that because I don't think there's something else in my life that brings that kind of visceral reaction to something you have know to try and listen to different things keep your ears well, chris open. does it chris like yeah but we have chris a, like, is okay so even though i have i think a very varied music taste it's still very much my taste of music yeah and my taste has always been whatever to. everyone else does like i won't ever be like i think you just gotta that. seek it out i'm not willing to seek it open out. your ears well i'm also saying my whatever chris plays i'm like oh, okay <laughs> that works well, I mean, my girls are getting it. So mm-hmm. as long as they're getting it somewhere, like they, I think actually I'm thinking about putting Zandy in some singing lesson because she like likes to create songs yeah. and stuff and she like mimics, like it's really cute. Do so, you, um, it's cute until they're a teenager and that's not cute anymore. And well, it's, cute it's, it's better now. It used <laughs> yeah. to be super annoying where she would just, it was like improv the whole entire time, oh. whatever entered her head. She's like, I like kittens and pickles and want to watch TV. Like yeah. she would just sing whatever's in her head. And now she actually puts like thoughts of like the stars above and the ground below. Like she'll like <laughs> do things. Yeah. So and maybe I think maybe early on I kind of felt like I couldn't sing and mm-hmm. I wasn't musically inclined. So maybe I just never pursued it because I knew it wasn't my strength. Like I don't think. Well, there's I a sing. lot of people who can't sing who like music. music. Yeah. Nah. 
Maybe I just and anybody can learn to sing. You just have to work on it. We'll see. Gotta find. We'll we'll see. No, I'm not doing it. (laughs) I mean, if you have a music that you want to introduce me to, then I will listen to it. And probably after 15 seconds, I'll start making my grocery list in my head. (laughs) That's that's why I see there's no point to it. (laughs) Into introducing me? Yeah, probably not. By the way, do you have a song you and Chris? Embraceable Me was what we um, danced to at our wedding. He picked it. (laughs) Bobby, when we were getting married, Moulin Rouge had come out. And it was very big. And that song, Come What May, we were like, I love this song. So that's our wedding song, Come What May. Um, He used to like sing little versions of Embraceable Me to me here and there. And then that's what we danced. Oh, that's sweet. It was sweet. Tune in every week to the Mother Effin' Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts.